Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Left hook, right hand, Deontay Wilder, all over Fury. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Thank you, Pedro. You want to run tomorrow? I'll be right. You going to run tomorrow morning? Yeah, 5.30. I'm leaving tomorrow at 10. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, man. Pedro Fernandez. You asked me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. He punched good. Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, for another edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated, 36, make that 37 plus years now of knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. In a few minutes, we'll bring in the retired HBO godfather. Of course, we are uh, having witnessed last night the, the performance of one Devin Haney, a San Francisco native, of course, now living in Las Vegas. But the WBC champion with an asterisk next to it, if, if ever there was one, they call him the email champion, the internet champion. But he's a talented fighter, no doubt about that. And some people have called him the next Sugar Ray Leonard. Well, I'll get into that in depth with the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merch. Of course, hour number two, we'll spend some time with Vince Caruso. Who's he? Well, he's a boxing manager and a promoter that's got a lot of stories to tell. And he and I have been around the world, so we got some fun with Vince Caruso in hour number two. We'll also spend some time listening to the post-fight interview on the zone by, of course, Devin Haney himself. Now 26-0, a 12-round decision winner over Yuri Gamboa. Gamboa is 38 years old. To say Gamboa had a glass, y'all coming in, would be a great understatement. And yet this great puncher from the city by the bay, this kid that's supposed to be the next Sugar Ray Leonard, the heir apparent to greatness, couldn't crack an egg. Bottom line is, couldn't crack an egg hitting Gamboa anyway. At the end of the day, he was a 12-round winner, but unimpressive in my mind. How can you win 10 or 12 rounds and be unimpressive? Ask Devin Haney. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. We've got open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or get this, the Guilfrey No Commitment text line, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. 
but I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Devin Haney, the heir apparent. That's right, 21 years old, a phenom, of course, skipped the Olympics, undefeated now, 25-0, 26-0. A native of San Francisco, not training in Las Vegas, coming back, uh, rehab recently from shoulder injury. Anyway, they called him the next Sugar Ray Leonard. That's what they keep telling me. They keep sending me press releases. He is the next Sugar Ray Leonard. He is the next Sugar Ray Leonard. Well, guess what? To steal a line from the late Senator Lloyd Benson when he's talking about then-Senator Dan Quayle, who would go on to become the vice president in 1988, like he said, you're no John Kennedy, and guess what? Devin Haney, you're no Sugar Ray Leonard. JB's in the house. That means the HBO retired Godfathers as well. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Pedro. 
Okay, it's a different world. Of course, we're waking up with a new president. We've got the 46th president installed, so I'll let you start with that. Well, I was uh, inspired by the election that uh, so many people came out to vote. Yeah, that was amazing. As long as as, uh, people come out to vote, then um, we're still good as a democracy. But, uh, uh, and as long as a clown like Trump doesn't get into the position of a presidency, whether he's a Republican or a Democrat, I'm happy. And, uh, I'm happy that we'll restore uh, some of the agencies and parts of government that that really work, and have uh, smart people who don't who tell the president when he's wrong, and don't get fired for it. So anyway, I'm I'm very pleased. I don't know that. Um, a lot's going to get done if, in the divided government if the Republicans maintain their edge in the Senate. Um, we shall find out and we shall overcome. Yeah, well, the bottom line is I think the, uh, the nation has spoken. I mean, that many people come out and vote. And, of course, flipping states from one color to another, whether they're red or blue. At the end of the day, he won the election by like four or five million votes. At the end of the day, he is our next president. I'm talking about Joe Biden, of course, the former senator and the former vice president under President Barack Obama. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Did you get a chance to see Devin Haney last night? Did not. Okay, you didn't miss much. You went 12 rounds with Yuri Gamboa, and I was a little bit surprised because you and I know that Gamboa is a bit chinny, and he's 38 years old to begin with, and he's fighting two weight classes above what he used to fight at, and this kid's supposed to be the next Sugar Ray Leonard, and I watched him last night, and he was like a poor imitation of Dan Quayle. <laughs> um, well, I've, I've heard quite a bit about him, and uh, maybe he's been uh, moved uh, up the ladder in a very... Uh, defensive way um, we'll find out ultimately if he fights one of the several serious fighters in that division you know he um he at 17 years old i remember he was a native of san francisco where i live and uh he skipped the olympics he was like a favorite to win a gold medal or pretty close to a favorite to win a gold medal he skipped the olympics and he turned pro and he went to mexico and had some fights in mexico because he was only 17 years old so he learned a little craft down there he came back i mean he's really got some some nice moves and some nice hands in last night i just didn't see it last night and against an opponent that's 30 years old long in the tooth i thought he would have come out and really really looked to impress because you know teofimo lopez of a four to one underdog just a fortnight ago took apart Vasil Lomachenko for the most part of twelve rounds. And if you want to fight with that guy, you've got to do more than Haney did last night. Well, if he has an ambition to uh, to be in, the, in the, the second or third or fourth coming of Sugar Ray Leonard, that's a good ambition. Um, but Leonard was one of the great fighters of any time, and certainly the best of, in my view of in modern times and um I, I think he was the greatest athlete I think he was the greatest athlete I've ever been around. I mean I've I've run with some guys that 
that are considered good athletes in this net, but I don't think I've ever seen an athlete, a complete athlete, as Ray Charles Leonard. I mean, I was just like blown away by him. Well, he had good trainers, and um, and he was one of those boxers who can fight and fighters who could box. You know, I'm, I'm laughing right now myself because I remember he and I, we used to compare our ankles. We'd be in the jacuzzi down there in, in, Fort, in uh, West Palm Beach when he was training down there for the Tommy Aarons rematch in 89. And we're comparing our ankles. We both had skinny ankles. But Ray, Ray had ankles that were looked, they looked unhuman. They were so skinny. And how he got so much speed generated on that, you wouldn't believe it, Godfather. We were like neck and neck for a mile and a half. No, take it back. Neck and neck for two miles, and it was a two-and-a-half-mile run. And he beat me in that half mile by a quarter mile. <laughs> Well, he was always pretty good in the 11th and 12th rounds. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, so we've got Haney, of course. Take it back. Let's, let's listen to Mr. Haney right now. Let's get a clip of Mr. Haney rocking and rolling. Mr. Haney, Devin, congratulations. I know you were looking for something spectacular in this fight, but you pitch basically a shutout on two of the judges' scorecards, dominate on the third. What did you think of your performance? Um, I thought I put in a, a world-class performance. Of course, I wanted the knockout, but he was a crafty veteran. He was uh, doing a lot of holding and you know, trying to survive, so it is what it is. We've seen Gamboa get reckless at times, engage at times. You even said yourself during the week, Gamboa is most dangerous when he's hurt. Were you surprised by how he fought you? Um, No, I wasn't surprised at all. I knew that he was going to come in, he was going to be scrappy, and he was going to do anything to survive, and that's what he did. You mentioned the holding. Gamboa did have a point deducted later in the fight. How, how challenging was that for you? Um, it was what it was. I, I knew coming in that he was going to do a lot of holding. Um, I hit him with big shots, and whenever he was, he was hurt, he would hold and he would get scrappy. But that's just him being a veteran and him knowing how to survive and, you know, being in a lot of big fights. We're taking a look at some of the better shots for you on the monitor tonight. What do you think was your most effective round, most effective punches? Um, I, I'm not sure. i got to watch the fight over again. I hit him with some big shots. Uh, he, like I said, he was real crafty. He knew how to survive. Uh, I hit him with a lot of good jabs. Um, he's crafty, crafty opponent. I, he's a true champion. I take nothing away from him. Was it difficult for you during this fight to fight the urge to get reckless yourself because you were looking for that kind of performance we've seen from some of the top lightweights in boxing? Um, at times, I, I did get a little reckless because I wanted to knock out. But um, that's just with him being a crafty opponent. He knew how to survive. He knew how to take the big shots. Uh, he knew how to hold on. Was there a point during the fight, Devin, where... You kind of said, look, this might be a fight that goes the distance. I might not be able to put together that type of one-punch knockout like you had with Antonio Moran a year ago. Uh, no, I knew that I was going to try to uh, hit him with big shots from round one to round 12. That's why in round 12 you guys see me bite down and even try to still get him out of there because I I, I wanted the, the one, I wanted the knockout. But, you know, it's, it's good to get the rounds. It, it shows that, you know, how good of a box I am, and when I want to bang, I can bang. When I want to box, I can box. It's your first fight since having shoulder surgery after your last fight. How did you feel in the ring? Uh, shoulder felt great, 100%. Did you feel any rust after such a long layoff? Uh, no ring rust. So we know your division is the hottest division in boxing right now. What kind of message do you think you sent to the division tonight? Um, it's a lot of big fights out there. I showed that on here, and I'm not going anywhere. Um, I want the big fights. I want to make these big fights. Uh, fighting someone like Gamboa was was a, a, a stepping stone, but I'm here for the, the big fights. I want to make the biggest fights happen to bring the best out of me. All right, so what is that big fight that you want to get into next? There's a there's a lot of big fights uh, in the lightweight division. Um, Tia Fimo Lopez is 
the one with the rest of the belts. So that's the main fight that I want to make happen. Javante Davis, of course, is the guy that started last week knocking out Leo Santa Cruz in the seventh round, one-punch knockout, an uppercut. Of course, wow, what a sensational ending that was. And, of course, Davis is now at 130 pounds, 135 pounds. He's got two different titles. Bottom line is he is one of the fighters we're talking about. Ryan Garcia, of course, another one of the fighters, 135 pounds. Vasil Lomachenko, maybe he's like Godfather said last week, 32 and going on 39. And, of course, there's a champ, Teofimo Lopez, undefeated just in 16 fights with 12 KOs. Larry, these guys are winning titles at very early ages, and, and they don't have that deep of an a- amateur resume. Is that something new? Well, yes, in the sense that um, we have so many uh, so-called sanctioning bodies, and we have to recognize that this is part of the marketing of prize fighters, and that if there's a sanctioning body out there that will give you a title if you beat uh, a a second or even third-rate opponent because nobody else is for fighting for your title, so it's an arrangement. Uh, the fighter has to pay a share of his earnings to the to the body. The body gives him some stature as a a champion, and so it goes. In the end of the day, uh, if there's any any solution to all this, it's an old solution, which is we pick the fighters we like. We pick the fighters who thrill us. We pick the fighters um, who fight. Uh, and um, I don't think the general public, much much less the fighting uh, public, uh, can follow all of these titles. Good point. Larry Merchant's our guest. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. 
Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Matthew. Huh? It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, you know, it's my theory that if uh, Don King was born rich and white, uh, he'd be Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump was born uh, poor and black, he'd be Don King. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one. If they're not happy here, they can leave. <laughs> yeah, right. <coughs> You're fired. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Larry Merchant's on the line from the City of Angels in Southern California. Of course, the retired HBO Godfather. And Godfather, I gotta tell you, this is a bit of a seminal moment before I get Deont- before I get to Deontay Wilder was that in 1994, Kamala Harris was the San Francisco District Attorney. And she, uh, didn't want to prosecute a cop killer with the death penalty. Now, be me being an ex-policeman, I was like adamant. Oh, I, but anyway, bottom line is, they put me on a panel. There were seven of us. We got up on the dice in the uh, Bayview Hunters Point District, and we had this bit of a debate. And she kicked the snot out of me. I mean, there was absolutely, I mean, she just took me apart piece by piece by piece, just meticulously took me apart. And at the end of the, at the end of the conference, I was agreeing whether the, the death penalty was unfair and the way it was administered and this and the bottom line was I was anti-death penalty from that point on. But she schooled me and she schooled me. I guess it took her about, I guess about 45 minutes to an hour before I realized that she had it. You know what I mean by it, Godfather? Well, um, I was not that crazy about her. I live in California as well. Um, she's an imposing figure. Um, but I was uh, surprised by how well she did as a candidate uh, with Biden. I thought she struck the right notes. Um, and I was impressed by her. We know that she's smart, but being smart isn't necessarily uh, mean that you're going to be popular. Deontay Wilder, uh, former WBC title holder, of course, Alabama, the bronze bomber, 2008 Olympic bronze medalist, I believe, of course, um, former WBC champion, lost to two, lost to Tyson Fury. Um, at the end of the night, at the end of the day, 
He said, um, wait, was his first his helmet. He carried a 40 pound helmet into the ring and, and that made him tired. Then he said that Tyson Fury had some loaded gloves and he, his, he had, anyway, bottom line was he went from loaded gloves. Now he said this week that Mark Breland, 1984 Olympic gold medalist, the guy that I was, realized I could never beat. I saw him in the Olympic training center. I used to say to myself, you know, I want to fight Breland. I looked at Breland. God, he was standing too big. Anyway, he accused Breland of putting muscle relaxers in his drinking water. I mean, has he gone off the deep end or what? It sounds like uh, a guy named Donald Trump. (laughs) 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 He he gets beaten and he refuses in front of our eyes and he refuses to accept. You know, okay. I guarantee you there's no problem. Um, um, maybe he'll be able to uh, uh, do the fury what uh, Ka- Kamala Harris did to you. <laughs> Good point. Larry Merch is our guest. Of course, this is H- Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific time, two hours on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and a plethora of other Internet platforms. Bottom line is, um, Luis Ortiz was involved in action last night, the 38, 48-98-year-old Cuban. Um, anyway, the fight lasted 30 seconds, and Alexander Flores bowed out with an injury. Haney was a winner over Gamboa. Of course, upcoming, you got Terrence Crawford against Kell Brook. Kell Brook, the twice-beaten welterweight, who I said, don't fight Gennady Golovkin. And you said you got to go where the money was. He went and fought Golovkin, had his face broken, and now he's going to come back and fight Terrence Crawford. Is he a threat to Crawford? And I got to ask you this about Crawford. I mean, he's undefeated, but outside of being undefeated, how, how come he hasn't risen to the level of star or superstar? He's sort of like a star in Omaha, but the most you can sell a ticket in Omaha for is probably fifty bucks. Um, this is a little bit above my uh, pay scale. I don't know uh, why he didn't go to a place like Spence who seemed on the on the edge of becoming uh, a, a formidable uh, folk hero in boxing when he had a one car accident that sidelined him and so on um, it, it may have something to do with his quiet his reserved uh, character in 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 uh, public mm-hmm. um it may have something to do with the, the level of opponents he's he's fought. Uh, he's one of those guys uh, that uh, that elite opponents, potential opponents, uh, say, um, "Why would I fight a guy as good as he is if I can't make two tons of money doing it?" Because neither of us is is that popular. So um, I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a long, hard slog for him. Um, it didn't. Golovkin was well into his thirties before he became a, a force. Uh, I like Crawford um, as a fighter, and uh, he's still young enough to. Uh, to become something bigger than a fighter, a star, a superstar, uh, if he can get some of these other elite welters into the ring with him. Okay. 
Speaking of elite, Canelo Alvarez is a free agent and broken away from DAZN and from Oscar De La Hoya. They had reached some type of settlement this week, and he's going to fight uh, Caleb, Prant, Caleb, Caleb Prant, Plant, I believe, uh, on the 19th of December, and Al Heyman's going to promote that. So what I said yesterday, and I sort of got to irked a couple of people, was I thought that Canelo should go with Bob Arum because nobody does Mexican better than Bob Arum, and somebody took offense to that, but I meant it promotionally. Uh, it's true that, um, he's got a team in place for years and years. They know what they're doing and, uh, he's developed a lot of, a lot of stars in his, uh, half century career as a promoter. Um, but I don't know who is offering who what and so on. I suspect that, uh, Canelo is such a big draw that um, he could make his his own pick, and I don't know that Aram uh, works that way. Uh, in other words, he'd be hiring a a promoter uh, just to uh, dust off the seats and um, make sure there's a car outside so that he can. Uh, Escape if possible, but uh, he doesn't need a promoter in the sense of somebody who prom- promotes a star. He's already a star, and uh, I'm sure that uh, from the point of view of uh, of Heyman, if he's associated with Canelo, then that maybe that helps his business in some way. Yeah, cause Heyman will do it. Heyman does things sometimes with with uh, hot people on short change or for short money in order just to get right. his name out there. Right. Well, well, that's part of the deal. I wonder what happens to a Golden Boy now. Um, you know who who they who, who's the next horse they can run, and uh, that's obviously the, the kid Ryan Garcia. Yep. And. Uh, Who's got a real shot? He's he's not only a good fighter and puncher; he's a he's a star personality. So um, life goes on, and uh, from the point of view of the public and the fans, um, what does this mean about getting the guy in the ring? That's the important thing, so that uh, we can we can turn our knobs and find him. Bottom line is Canelo Alvarez is back in action December 19th. I believe it is on pay-per-view, of course, Al Heyman promoting. Godfather, you have a good week. Say hello to the Godmama. How's she feeling? Uh, we're doing we're doing good. We're hanging in there, and uh, it's kind of chilly and blowy uh, down here in uh, yeah. Southern California. But, hey, that's okay. I tiptoed through all of the, the falling uh, palm fronds. Yesterday. <laughs> so, what a life. What a life. <laughs> Kiss the God Mama for me. Have a great week, sir. Back at you, Pedro. The great, the Hall of Famer, the incomparable. I'm talking about Larry Merchant appearing exclusively on Sports Byline and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Of course, we come to you 11 a.m. Pacific Time live each and every Sunday on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and a plethora of other Internet platforms. This is Ring Talk.
in-store this holiday at your local Staples. Gifts and packages ship with care. So you can relax knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, save 25% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus, save up to 30% on select shipping supplies. Shop in-store or get same-day delivery through Instacart. Pack it and ship it for less at Staples. Ends one two twenty one. While supplies last, in-store only. See store for details. Instacart not available on shipping services. Fees, taxes, additional terms, and or tips may apply. Delivery subject to availability. Javier's auto body is colliding with a shortage of licensed techs. That 2017 is waiting on a clear coat. That 09 needs its left rear sanded, pounded, and painted. And the guy over there is waiting on an estimate. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 now more of ring talk with pedro fernandez that is just a fact of life somebody shot me an email the other day is kimbo slice still fighting Kimbo Slice is dead. He died of a heart attack. Messing around with them steroids, man. You mess with them steroids, 
you know, things happen. Got to check your heart. Bottom line is some guys don't know how to cycle on and cycle off. Some guys like in professional wrestling have done it for like 25 or 30 years seem to be able to uh, live a decent life. But, man, that his life was cut short, I believe, on steroids. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of mixed martial arts. This segment, of course, starting off with the UFC last night coming to you from Las Vegas on ESPN Plus and ESPN2. Glover Teixeira, of course, a Brazilian who I consider the non uh, best-looking guy in the light heavyweight division. Um, I'm just being modest. Anyway, Glover is now 32-7, and seven, a submission rear-naked choke winner over uh, Thiago Santos. Of course, another guy from Brazil. But the bottom line is this battle of Brazilians in Las Vegas, of course, in this sterile atmosphere down there they call the Apex Center. Of course, ending the third round, a five-round main event, ended 149-2, round number three, with uh, a submission rear-naked choke. And Santos was, like, tapping out. Uh, also in the co-feature, wow, surprise here, three and a half. Take that back. Three to one underdog, former USC champion, talking about Andre Arlovsky, three to one underdog, beat Tanner Bozer, unanimous not across the board, two rounds of one, or 29 to 28. Bozer had some, uh, moments, but the bottom line is, you know, Arlovsky, you just, he just out-hustled him. He just did more, and he's like 41 years old. So for Tanner to lose to a 41-year-old guy, I know what you got. I know what you're thinking this morning. You're thinking about a lot like Michael Moore, who I'll mention later in boxing's history. In other words, what are you famous for? Losing to an old man. <laughs> Andre Arlovsky, 41 years old. Um, outside of the rest of the card, a women's strawweight bout. This tough chick from China, man, Yan Zhon, X-A-X-A-X-I-A. O-N-A-N. Anyway, she beat Claudia Gadea from Brazil. Unanimous not across the board. Two rounds of 129-28. Outside of that, the rest of the card, you know, not too much. USC sort of hurting for personalities. I told you that before. But, you know, I have to give Dana White some credit because this pandemic began when? Like in March, right? And he didn't have any fights for a while. I mean, it was, it was, he had the March 14th card, I think, in, in Brazil. And then sort of things sort of stopped. And then he came back. Of course, he went to Jacksonville, Florida. They had the, uh, uh, the empty arena fights in May. And of course, in June, he went to the Apex Center. And then in, in July, he went first trip to Dubai. And then he came back to Las Vegas. Of course, then he, he went back to Dubai. And then, of course, now he's in Las Vegas. So that's where, uh, Thiago Santos and Glover Teixeira fought last night. So, I mean, he's keeping his act on the road, road. If he, as a promoter, he's keeping his talent out there. They're getting work, and uh, at least some of these guys are getting work. Whether it's work you want or not, that's a different story, because I've told you before that you should be able to figure out who you're going to fight and who you're not going to fight. Your manager does that, not, to, not, 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 not the guy that runs a sanctioning body. No way, because, you know, you just get death match after death match, and unless you're the exception to the rule, you cannot live a long life in the world of the UFC. You can't, because the cards are stacked against you. You're getting hit, you're getting choked, you're getting submitted, things are happening, you're getting kicked. I mean, the, the possibility of getting drilled um, increases when you go beyond hands. This is no doubt about it. And getting drilled in an ugly manner, I mean, like waking up unconscious. God, I never, I, you know, having done that to a couple of guys, I never, ever dreamed about that. I mean, that was one thing I was, it just never, ever came to my mind. Good Lord, when I saw a guy sitting there, like, when his eyebrows were twitching and this, and I said to myself, I never want to be like that. That's why I train my ass off. Anyway, bottom line is, UFC rocking and rolling, and you got to give Dana Weiss some props for putting on shows, because he has put on shows in the midst of this pandemic. Now, his upcoming shows, you got a UFC fight night, uh, the 14th. Of course, that'll be on ESPN as well, from the Apex Center. Then he's got UFC 255 with a couple of guys I never heard of, and UFC fight, uh, fight nights on ESPN December 
5th, December 12th, December 19th, and he comes back with a UFC um, Fight Night 187, January 16th, of course, at a site to be determined. So they're either going to be in Las Vegas, Orlando, Florida, or Dubai, that's what I told. But, you know, they've got all these private jets, so they fly them around the world back and forth. More power to them. I mean, at least they're flying first class. Speaking of first class, I want to mention this before I go on. Um, Dave Chappelle did a big SNL uh, open last night. Dave Chappelle, of course, a comedian, and uh, Saturday Night Live. And, and I thought it was cool that the guy behind Dave Chappelle during this entire uh, opening segment, his opening monologue, was a guy by the name of Lenny Pickett. And Lenny Pickett went to high school here in Northern California, and he was like the second saxophone player for Tower of Power, second or third top saxophone player for Tower of Power. So he spent a couple of years with Tower of Power, and then he was chosen as the uh, Saturday Night a musical director, and he took that, I think, in 1983 or 1984, and he's been there ever since. But that was Lenny Pickett standing behind Dave Chappelle last night, or sitting behind Dave Chappelle last night with the uh, on stage with the saxophone and the mask on. So that was LP Lenny Pickett. So the rest of the UFC year, not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, you know, there's no, you know, they don't have a whole lot of names now. Khabib's retired, and Khabib, of course, um. Nagamenov and everybody says to me, you know, he's the most unbeatable guy in the entire world. I got old. That got old to me. Just got old. I mean, I, 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 I'm, listen, I believe in good street fights. You know, and that, I've seen, I said, I've been in my share of street fights, but you know, it sort of gets old when you've got a guy that's 25 or 30 pounds bigger than you, just mauling you to death. The Hector Martinez says, don't blame the players, blame the game, blame the game. But I don't know. In this place, I, I think I'm going to blame the players. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about boxing history. Of course, brought to us by our house historian, Grandmaster Billow, November 7th, that was yesterday, uh, today, and January 7th, 1951. Dan Duva, the man that created pay-per-view. I kid you not. He was a promoter of main events. Of course, he signed in the 1984 Olympic team with Meldrick Taylor, Vander Holyfield, Mark Breland, and a whole lot of other guys. Um, was Shelly Finkel. Shelly Finkel was a manager, per se, and Dan Duva was the promoter. And, of course, from that point forward, Dan Duva was, like, unstoppable. And then, in 1981... He came up with this concept where he, he was going to put, he was promoting the first Sugar Ray Leonard Tommy Hearns fight. So he was going to put that on pay-per-view, on home pay-per-view. And Don King says, man, you're going to ruin the business. And Bob Arab said, that's it. He's killing the business. He's going to kill it. 1900 people will be watching one TV set. We'll never make any money on pay-per-view. You should heard him whining, both of them whining, Don King and Bob Arab whining. Well, it turns out, Dan Duva was a genius. Pay-per-view, of course, is how they make their money now. In fact, with no live crowds, not for pay-per-view, they wouldn't be making anything. Anyway, Dan Duva, born on this day, November 7th, 1951, born yesterday, 1951. Um, he died of a brain tumor. And when I saw him in the last fight, I believe, in Las Vegas, you know, he and I were tight to an extent. He didn't get tight with too many people, but he would call me on the phone every now and then, and he got me some great TV gigs. I mean, I did the... The uh, Ike Abiyabuchi, David Tua fight in Sacramento, California, that 12-round heavyweight fight considered <clears throat> maybe the greatest heavyweight fight, heavyweight fight of all time. And I called that on HBO International all by myself. So, I mean, Dan Duva gave me some spectacular gigs and some, some, some spectacular opportunities. But when I saw him that last time in, in Las Vegas, and, and, you know, he had the brain tumor and it was cancerous and, 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 and he just, he was, he, you know, it just, it was, it was really sad. So he, he, he was a classy guy, took care of his family to the end and may he rest peace. Dan Duva born November 7th, 1951. Former heavyweight champion, uh, 
Gene Tunney and Joe Frazier died on November 7th, 1978. It was Tunney and 19, I think, what was it, 2005, I think it was Frazier. I'm not sure. Anyway, bottom line is 1970, Carlos Monzon TKO'd Nino Benvenuti to win the World Middleweight Championship. Of course, uh, Carlos Monzon, the World Middleweight Champion for Brazil. Of course, that, um, well, he was a murderer. He murdered his girlfriend. He, he was drunk in a drunken rage. He threw off a hotel balcony or an apartment balcony to her death. And guess what? So the the people down there, they treat Argentina somewhere down in one of those countries. Anyway, they treat him like gold. He's like like an icon, right? So he get, he goes to jail. They send him to prison for killing his chick. I mean, he, he murdered her. He was choking her. He threw her off a balcony. It's like this. Biatch, you're done. You just threw her right off the balcony. So anyway, she gets thrown off the balcony. She dies. He gets a prison sentence, and they allow him to have prison, like in 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 in, in a villa. I kid you not. And then they let him to have we could have weekend visits. So he's out on a weekend visit, like a conjugal visit. I kid you not, because he got some chick in the car, and he's driving with some chick in the car, and it's another one. You know, he killed the one already. So he's driving with another woman in the car. He gets in a car accident, and he dies. What can I say? All I can do is, all I can say is, Carmel was rocking and rolling for Carlos Monzon. Not the greatest middleweight in the world. I always thought he was overrated. I thought the guys like Hagler would have beat him, and that I think Duran might even picked him apart. A lightweight picking him apart. That's how not great of a middleweight he was, or how great of a, a fighter that, that great, uh, the former lightweight champion Roberto Duran is. 1981. WB light heavyweight champion Michael Spinks remained undefeated with a KO7 of Von Zell Johnson. Of course, in AC, that was probably a Trump fight. 1988, WC light heavyweight title. Daniel Lon loses to Sugar Ray Leonard and captures the newly created WBC super middleweight title. Of course, now Leonard has five titles in five different weight classes. Bottom line is, that was one hell of a day. I was there. Of course, I trained with Ray for that fight down there in, in, uh, in, in, in Florida. Uh, West Palm Beach, and then of course we had the fight in Las Vegas, and Ray lost the fight after 12 rounds. I mean, he lost the fight; they called it a draw, but he really lost the fight. He admitted it a little bit later in life. Take that all. Let's talk about Hearns' fight. Let's talk about the Lon fight. Excuse me, got got mixed up there. Anyway, 1988 was the uh, was the Lon fight that set up the Hearns fight. It was in 1989. Anyway, he steps up and fights a guy that's a light heavyweight. <clears throat> so Donnie Lon and his manager and Sugar Ray Leonard show up to the airport say Marriott Hotel or something like that, the Hilton or something like that in San Francisco. And I showed up because I heard that Donnie Lalon has a shoulder injury and he can't raise his hand above his above his chest. Okay, that's what I heard. It was right hand or his left hand. So anyway, I showed up with a tape measure. And I said to myself, this is how I'm going to get him to hold his hands up, see if he can hold his hands up. Because I wanted him to do like a wing, like put both hands out on each side, right? So anyway, I went up to the stage and I tried to get him to measure his reach. And his manager, Dave Wolf, the late Dave Wolf, he said, no, 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 you're not doing that, Pedro. You're not doing that. I know where you're going with that. So he knew exactly where I was going with that. I was trying to figure out where Donnie was. Uh, basically, you know, and handicapped as a fighter. I mean, he fought with one arm for the most part, and guess what? He dropped Ray Leonard. He had Ray hurt, but Ray got off the deck and ended up stopping him, of course, and capturing the WBC heavyweight and the um, WBC newly created 168-pound title. In 1992, Azuma Nelson, man, Azuma, Azuma, good Lord, Azuma was rocking and rolling, no doubt about that. Azuma Nelson, of course, the WBC champion, what, at 126 pounds, 130 pounds, never made it quite to uh, 135 pounds, but on this November 7, 1992, in State Line, Nevada, Azuma Nelson beat Calvin Grove, Calvin Silky Grove. Of course, he fought in the last 15-round fight that I can remember. That was against um, Yamara Merrill Paez in Mexicali, Mexico, for the IBF uh, featherweight title was back in the day. November 8th, today in boxing history, rocking and rolling, of course, man, 
Got to say this, the great lightweight champion Lou Amber is born on this day in uh, upstate New York in 1913. Um, Detroit, Michigan, Hilmer Kenty, winner 15 rounds over Villamar Fernandez, retains the lightweight title. Hilmer Kenty, of course, one of the initial champions of the Cronk Gym back there in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Of course, Emanuel Stewart, the Lake, Emanuel Stewart, Prentice Bird, and a couple other guys drew together this fantastic boxing team. It was called the Cronk Boxing Team, but which I got this jacket right here on the back of my my chair here in the studio, and the bottom line is, Cronk was special, no doubt about that. And Hilmer Kenty was special, winner of 15-round decision. Monte Carlo, 1988, Sambu Kalabay, KO7. Doug DeWitt retains the WBA middleweight title. Sambu Kalabay, of course, get knocked, gets knocked out in Las Vegas um, by Michael Nunn. Was it Las Vegas or Reno? I can't. I think it was Las Vegas. It was Las Vegas. So he gets knocked out by Michael Nunn in Las Vegas. And then, of course, I'm trying to set up a fight between Michael Nunn and Sugar Ray Leonard, and I know they don't like each other. So Mike shows up at the disco, and Ray shows up at the disco. And, of course, I start to fight between these two guys, and they almost went to blow. It was sort of cool. Anyway, as I said, <laughs> Evander Holyfield, 1997, Landon Holyfield, knocked out Michael Moore in eight rounds, retained the WBA and IBF heavyweight titles. Bottom line is Evander Holyfield, very underrated, no doubt about that. I mean, guy that moved from cruiser to heavyweight. And, yes, he did take Flintstone Vitamins, there's no doubt about it. I think we can get all, all but uh, uh, get him to admit the fact that he was Evan Fields. Of course, Evan Fields was the guy that FedEx delivery guy delivered the steroids to a few years ago and then took a picture with him. Hey, this is Amanda Holyfield. I used to deliver steroids. Let me take a picture with you, champ. So they took a picture together, sort of busted. Anyway, Las Vegas 2003, the first of three fights. Roy Jones had a controversial win over Antonio Tarver. Of course, in the second fight, Tarver would come back and knock Roy's you know what, in the dirt. I don't can't use that word on the air, but the bottom line is he was rocking and rolling. You are tuning to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing MMA. Hour number two, we're going to have some fun with Vince Caruso. Who's he? Boxing character, no doubt about that. I mean, a promoter, a manager. He's done just about everything. I don't think I've ever seen him fight as far as pushing him up the steps, but if we needed somebody to fill a card, we might use Vince. You're tuning to Ring Talk live worldwide. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's the Jeopardy soundtrack. Of course, Alex Trebek passing away this weekend at the age of 80 from pancreatic cancer. Listen, he was a champion. He fought that as long and as hard as you can. I mean, he fought it until the end. And, you know, I give him a lot of credit because he was he was public about it. I mean, I don't know if I could be public if I was dying of, of something like that. I mean, just make it all public and everybody knows. But, you know, bottom line is he was the face of Jeopardy for, for decades. And he's going to be missed, no doubt about that. May he rest in peace. Hour number two. We delve into the world of Vince Caruso. Vince Caruso, of course, boxing promoter, boxing manager. He once went out with Jackie Kalin. Of course, Jay, she was a star, the subject of Against Ropes, the 2004 movie. So we've got all kinds of stuff to dig into with Vince Caruso in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Also go over some results. And of course, upcoming fights next week as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you'd like to join us on the toll-free, you can. But be advised, if you call and say something stupid, I will hang up on you. one 800 878 7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Get this. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line. The text line, the number, 1-415-275-1613. That's 1-415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 37-plus years now. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial, mixed martial arts, a.k.a. combat sports. Course, we come to you from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California, every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. You can catch our podcasts on iTunes and Google and all kinds of crazy stuff. But the bottom line is, if you only check check out our page, go to anchor.com. Ring Talk Live Worldwide has a page there for all our, body, all our podcasts and all our special interviews as well. 
You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Stay tuned for hour number two. Lenny Williams, the Tower of Power to the break. Cause I love you so. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham said he will be calling on the Department of Justice and the Postmaster General to investigate a U.S. Postal Service whistleblower's claim about an alleged plot to backdate mail ballots in Pennsylvania. The FBI is uh, investigating it along with the postal inspector, and our committee will be talking to this gentleman. I don't know where that goes, but I do know that we have evidence of six people in Pennsylvania registering after they died and voting after they died, and we haven't looked at the entire system. So to my Republican colleagues out there, we have to fight back or we will accept our fate. Graham speaking there on Fox News. Jeopardy host Alex Trebek died early Sunday morning. Trebek was battling prostate cancer at the time of his death. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this. Not since I've been on Balance of Nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I would have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give Balance of Nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50, and, you know, your body starts wearing down. But Balance of Nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is calling for a new stimulus package before the end of 2020. McConnell, not mentioning any details of the bill, said it's a possibility that we could do more for state and local governments. A reversal of what Republicans have been saying earlier this year after House Democrats passed their HEROES Act. The EU levels sanctions against Belarus's president. Dan Araki has more details from the USA Radio News Ohio Valley Bureau. The European Union has hit Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko with a new round of sanctions for his crackdown on protesters following a disputed election back in August. The sanctions placed on Lukashenko and his son Victor restricts their travel within the EU and freezes their assets. Protests erupted in August after Lukashenko won a disputed re-election with 80% of the vote. The EU says that election appears to have been rigged. More than 15,000 protesters have been arrested as part of a crackdown that has turned violent. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. During his campaign, Joe Biden said President Trump has no plan of how to guide the United States out of the coronavirus pandemic. Biden has said he would consider a national mask mandate, though legal experts say he may only have the authority to enforce mask wearing on federal property or inside federal facilities. And regarding shutting down the country again and the economy, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem says... Joe Biden has said that he will shut this country down again. That is not an authority that he has, and I wouldn't have been able to do my job the last seven, eight months in South Dakota if Joe Biden had been in the White House. So people need to think about the real consequences of what the media has done to drive fear into their homes and to cause people to focus on emotions. Regarding shutdowns, Noam continues on Fox News. I don't believe, Neil, that there is any proof that these shutdowns work. In fact, Neil, I've had national reporters email me recently and tell me, Governor, if you had shut down your state, we wouldn't have any proof that these lockdowns don't work. Because of our state and how we've operated here, we have proven that uh, it doesn't stop the virus to lock down your state or your country. Uh, You can delay it. You can slow it down. We have taken care of people, had the health needs met of individuals and done the best that we could, but also we haven't devastated people's lives or mental health by taking away all their freedoms and liberties during this pandemic. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Maynard and Edgar putting on a show. Outstanding. Wow. And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. And it's a over. Just like Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, check it, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 
often imitated but never duplicated, 37 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez, the modest one. Of course, we'll be talking boxing and MMA in this hour number two of the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and like a thousand other internet platforms and or podcasts. They got us on iTunes. They got us in these Google podcasts. They've also got us, of course, at Anchor.com. You can also find all of our shows at Anchor.com. Go to Anchor.com, of course, and enter Ring Talk Live Worldwide and check out all of our podcasts from the past six months. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look at the world of boxing, MMA. In this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, we'll take a different turn. We'll go into the underbelly of boxing. We'll ask the promoter what it's really like to promote boxing. I think that Vince Caruso will be fairly forthright when it comes to answering that. Of course, some guys want to keep the secrets all under their hat and this kind of good stuff. I think we'll have a good riveting time with Mr. Caruso in segment number three and four of Ring Talk Live Worldwide today, hour number two. We'll also talk boxing, MMA, of course, boxing schedule upcoming. After watching the Devin Haney fight last night, yawn, yawn. I mean, the bottom line is you put me in there with a 38-year-old guy that was going on 98. I'm talking about Gary Gamboa. And I say 38 going on 98. When I say that, I mean that Cubans lie about their age all the time. I mean, think about Joel Casimore, the 1992 Olympic gold medalist. The guy was like 35 in the Olympics. Then went on to win a world title. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And Haney was the winner last night, 118-109, 120-107, twice over Yuri Gambo, the 38-year-old Cuban. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fellas started to shower you with love and affection. Now you won't look in my direction. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You sure looking good. I'm married. <laughs> is she here with you? No, she's not here. She's home with your children, but I'm married. Oh, well, can't win them all. <laughs> win some, lose some. You know, you look a lot like Killer. You got that big, that big husky thing. Killer used to be a fighter, too. Yeah, they called him Sweet Chariot. Because he was always swinging low. <laughs> You look better than that. Uh, how'd you like to lose five pounds real fast? We'll lose five pounds the night we get Joe Frazier. Uh, you got, At least no, five pounds. Now, let me tell you, I wanted to mention that to you. Come over here. I don't want them near. This is between me and you. You know, now I know you got to fight the man. You all got to fight and... Drag off them Charlies. <laughs> yes, but don't hurt him. Don't hurt him because he's one of us. <laughs> you know, just fight him a few rounds. You got to fight him. People expecting to fight. So go on and fight him a few rounds, and then later on, just do what you got to do. <laughs> but don't hurt him because he's one of us. <laughs> Maybe I'll go light on you, too. <laughs> you a long time. What are they looking at? I'm talking to you and they're looking at me. That, that guy there, he tried to come up on the stage a couple weeks ago and, and manhandled me. <laughs> I said, man, are you crazy? You won't try nothing now. I got the champ with me. That's right. Here's the killer. I thought I'm... I could talk, but I met my match. <laughs> Now, more of Ring Talk 
with Pedro Fernandez. Clap your hands, sir. Stop being racist. Clap your hands. This is a new title tune from the uh, Tower of Power album. Do they call them albums, Cuddy? What do they call them now? Album CDs? Drops. They call them drops, okay? They're called drums. not even called records anymore. Drops. Anyway, that's a new Tower of Power drop on the Soul Side of Town. That is the title of their new LP. It rocks and rolls. And, of course, Tower of Power rock and rolling now. 51, make that 52 years. Speaking of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, we've been on the air 37 years now, 37 plus years now, often imitated but never duplicated. Now, news come out of, uh, out of Mexico, of course, The Zone, and at the same time, Golden Boy Promotions, all three announcing this week that Saul Alvarez, a.k.a. Canelo Alvarez, of course, a record of 53-1-2, a couple of draws and 36 kills at one loss to Floyd Mayweather when he was green as guacamole. Um, he is now a free agent. He had signed a deal with The Zone, of course, for like $350 million, a 10-fight deal, something like that, and it was going to go down, of course. Uh, he did one or two fights of that deal, and it was supposed to be on The Zone, and then The Zone sort of ran into the... You know, the pandemic, and that sort of crippled the crowds. They wanted him to fight Gennady Golovkin again. He didn't want to fight Golovkin again. They wanted him to take a pay cut. He didn't want to take a pay cut. So now he's a free agent, not only promotionally, but television-wise as well. So he's not with his own. He's not with Oscar anymore. So he's won his own ways. And now he's signed for a fight December 19th against Caleb Plant who's like 20-0 with 12 KOs, and he is a fighter handled by Al Heyman. Al Heyman's going to promote this card. So Al Heyman's going to do Canelo, and that means that Canelo's going to fight eventually, Jamal Charlo. Of course, Jamal Charlo, the undefeated 160-pound champion of the WBC, 31-0. Of course, coming to us from Houston, Texas, one of the, there's Jamal and there's Jamel. Jamel's a guy that won four, uh, 154, and it's not as good as a guy at 160, Jamal. But the bottom line is Jamal Charlo is now being mentioned as an opponent for Saul Alvarez. Now, what I didn't understand before was that he's doing all this TV, Charlo was. He did a pay-per-view a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Well, then you know they got his ass kicked on that one. Al Heyman took it and took it, took it deep on that one. Anyway, um, he's on TV. He never mentioned the biggest prize in all of boxing, Canelo Alvarez. He never mentioned him. He wanted to fight, you know, Scott Cuddy and Pedro Fernandez and maybe Hector Martinez. I never heard him mention Never heard him mention Canelo Alvarez. In other words, if you wanted to make the most money and fight the best and you know get the because mo- listen. This is about professional boxing. And I tried to tell you guys before, professional means making money, okay? Not having belts. Belts are cool, but making money is better. Actually, the both was even the best. But if you can't have one, you want to have the other. I'd rather have the money than the belts. Because i tell you what, because you can hold on to a belt, but you can spend a lot of money. And I know, guys, of course, like Alex Stewart, I keep bringing this up time and time again. Stewart went like 20-0 and or 25-0 and with 25 knockouts until he ran into Evander Holyfield about 1988 or 1989, something like that. Was it, that, was it about that time? Anyway, bottom line is, um, he made a lot of money. I mean, five, six hundred grand to fight, a million here, a million there. He saved it all. Alex Stewart made a lot of money, but he never won a belt. What was better? To give him a belt and have him be done with a belt or have him be done with a couple million bucks or have him, have him be done with a couple million bucks. Anyway, Saul Alvarez is going to take on Calaplant 20 no 12 KOs on December 19th. That looks like it'll be an Al Heyman pay-per-view. Now, it opens the door for other fights. I said, Charlo, now step it up into the, uh, uh, the realm, he says, now he wants to fight Saul Alvarez. When I went back to the 160-pound ratings at BoxRec.com, Alvarez was ranked at 168 pounds. And this week, I noticed he's ranked at 160 pounds. So the eventual goal here is to fight Caleb Plant on the 20th on December on uh, December 19th. To fight Clant Pant Plant, they think they'll get by him, 20-0, pretty green, 12 KOs. Um, doesn't bring a whole lot to the dance except for the fact he's undefeated and he's promoted by Al Heyman, which makes him the perfect foil for Canelo Alvarez. Okay, and then Alvarez takes on 
Jamal, uh, Charlo, Jamal Charlo, that's going to go down, I think, in May on some type of pay-per-view for the, uh, you know, Cinco de Mayo date. That's the way I see things going on because outside of that, there's no other direction for Alvarez to go. I mean, where's he going to go? That's the only place he's got to go. He's going to hang with, with Al Heyman. He's got to go after Charlo. Charlo and him have got to hook it up. Charlo, a big time, uh, pay-per-view draw? No. Canelo's a draw, there's no doubt about it. But Charlo's talented, and he's only 30 years old. Of course, as is Alvarez, only 30 years old. Speaking of old, somebody said to me, how old is Gennady Golovkin these days? 38 years old, going on 90. Why did I say 38, going on 90? These fighters from the former Soviet bloc tend to, how we say, fib about their life, fib about their age, the guys from Russia, the guys from, guys from Cuba especially, man. Some of the Cuban guys, I mean, one Cuban guy, I won't give him up because I was working with him, but he said he was like 27, and he was like 34. You're like seven years old. I said, how'd you come up? He goes, man, we don't have to tell anybody. When you came over, it's like when you get off the boat. How old are you? Uh, 27. Okay, 27. You look 34, but you're 27. Anyway, the bottom line is, they lie about their age. But Canelo Alvarez is going to try to hook it up. Jaime Munguia is being mentioned as well. At 160 pounds, of course, he's Mexican, the former 154-pound champion of the WBL. Still undefeated after a, a win a couple of weeks ago against a, you know, not-so-upper echelon fighter. But he's 36 and zip. I think he needs a June trainer. I think the kid from, kid from Tijuana needs a new trainer. He needs to expand things. He just looks like a, a guy with a lot of talent, but not a whole lot of knowledge. I mean, you've got to teach him things. You've got to take him to different trainers. Speaking of different trainers, uh, I want to bring back to this, the Canelo Alvarez thing. Um, all of the announcements of late about Canelo Alvarez have been coming from his trainer. His trainer and his, the guy is his trainer and his manager. Never a good thing. Never a good thing. Unless you're trying to like, you know, cut somebody out of a payday. In other words, you're trying to cut somebody's rollout. I understand you have like the, the, uh, the manager and the trainer being the same because you're going to pay them some special fee. Instead of like the manager getting a standard third and the trainer getting 10%, which is like 43% of a purse. That's a lot of money to go. That's what happens to a fighter. Fighter starts off with 100%. Before he knows it, he's got 53%. And then after that, you know, he's got to pay the IRS. Right? And it's cut, man. You know, the taxes, all that kind of good stuff. So at the end of the day, the fighter doesn't make maybe but 35 cents on the dollar. I kid you not. So when a guy makes 350 grand, figure it out. He ain't making all that much. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. Speaking of the middleweight rankings, we'll go through them real quick here. Alvarez ranked number one. Golovkin ranked number two. Kyle, why is Golovkin still ranked number two? I guess because he, he's got the name, Triple G. Outside of that, mm, triple old. Jamal Charlo, number three. Chris Eubank Jr., number four. Eubank Jr., of course, a twi- twice a loser in 31 fights, 29 and two. Demetrius Andrade, a former uh, WBO champion at 154, is 29 and 0. Of course, comes to us from Providence, Rhode Island, a southpaw. He can fight a little bit. And then you've got Mungia from Tijuana. And Ryota Murata, is he fighting at middleweight now? Yes, he is. He, he, he sort of beat Rob Brandt. Rob Brandt had a chance, man. I thought Rob Brandt was going to be a stud. Rob Brandt was trained by Eddie Mustafa Muhammad, formerly Eddie Gregory, of course, the former light heavyweight champion back in the days of Michael Spinks in that era, okay? But he had Brandt, and Brandt had pulled off an upset win. I said to myself, man, Brandt was looking good. And then Brandt goes over to Japan and fights Murata in, in a rematch and gets lit up like the White House Christmas tree after kicking Murata's ass the first time around. So I said to myself, something's missing there. Rob Brandt's missing a... In other words, you know, everybody's missing something. No fighter is the complete 12... No fighter really has the complete 12 inches. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the whole foot. Nobody has it all. But this guy has a lot. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. Open phone lines around the planet. If you dare, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or get this, the Guilfrey No Commitment text line. Text me, say what you want. 
You can have your cap on Cuddy if you want. 1-415-275-1613. The text line once again, 1-415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey. Want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a circle of spring, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great 
Superfly, fitting comeback to bring in, of course, Vince Caruso. Vince, how the hell are you? Hey, Pedro, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine, man. How's life treating you? You know what, man? Every day is just a blessing to be alive, my brother. Thank you for asking so much, and I hope the same is going good for you. That's good. Talk to me. How'd you get this? How'd you get your start in boxing? Man, I gotta tell you, I, I got a weird start in the fight game. You know, my family was always around the fight game. Al Caruso was my great uncle. You know, he came up with Custom Auto, mm-hmm. um, at the Gramercy Gym in New York City. Cus was his manager and trainer, and, um, he was around there with a young Teddy Atlas was working with Mr. Customato. But I never liked uh, never liked boxing, Pedro. Believe it or not, my first fight I ever attended was Alexis Arguello against uh, Kevin Rooney, a very young Kevin Rooney, because uh, he was with Cuss. And, you know, my uncle, being friends with Cuss still, after his career was done, we went there. And I remember I fell asleep at that fight. I believe it was down at Bally's in Atlantic City. All I wanted to do was go watch Superman 2 in the movie theater. (laughs) And I wound up falling asleep. But never was my thing, Pedro, but... You know, I was out in California. I came out here in 93, was working in the record business. Unfortunately, uh, things didn't go good in that, uh, and my uh, time came to a halt there, and I needed a thing to do. I found out I was hanging out at the forum a lot on a constant basis, and then I uh, you know, met a young kid named Steve Kim who was coming up and trying to write stories and be a journalist, and Doug Fisher and a couple other guys, and just got into the business, and Started out by writing uh, articles for different managers like Ricardo Maldonado, uh, doing certain things for their fighters like publicist-wise, and then just took off from learning the business. I started dabbling in some promoting and managing, and here I am today with uh, great friends like you in the business, Pedro. Thank I, you. I remember from the 90s at the Hall of Fame meetings in uh, in Southern California, we used to hold those, what we called it, the... United States, the World Boxing Hall of Fame. That's that's the one you have down there in L.A. But I remember you, you know, green kid. So tell me about your relationship with Jackie Kalin. I mean, that was a bit a bit, a bit interesting to everybody because you know you were younger than her, and she was like this diva in boxing. Yeah, well, you know, great girl. Uh, yeah, spent a little time with her. You know, that was just the norm of me. A lot of people I got accused of, uh, quote unquote, maybe using her and her position to to get into the business. But, I mean, at the time, it was 1997. I mean, her time was way past done. With I was thinking Tony. the other way around, but go on. <laughs> you know, she was a great gal. But, you know, Pedro, <laughs> if you know me, I've always been that way, man. I, it was just maybe it's the Beverly Hills thing in me, but I've always dated gals 10, 15 years older than me. It's always been my thing. I mean, yeah, I, I might date a girl younger or my age once in a while, but my M.O. has always been the mamas, man. I've always chased those, and she just was in my radar, and... We had a good time, and she's a great gal, and I wish her the best, man. I hope she's doing well. Were you part of that movie, Against the Ropes? Were you in that movie? No, no. I think our relationship was against the ropes then. Oh! <laughs> That's about the only thing. Our relationship was against the ropes. No, I we um, no. I think I um, I came in after that was already being done, or it was being done. You know, that was her thing. Never wanted to intrude on that. But uh, in fact, I, I got to be hands down honest. A good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Holt McCallany's in that movie, but I have never seen it. I've just seen bits and pieces of it. Okay, I want your quick response, Harold Smith. Oh man, legend. Um, maybe, uh, not the best, uh, of characters, but, uh, a man who knew how to work the system and to beat the system. And I think it's a system that puts a lot of more people down, Pedro, than it does boost us up, unfortunately. And 
he was a he was a legend, man. He just he knew it, sharp like a razor. You know, he, he did, I, did I ever tell you the story about him? I can't what, what, whether he was at Northwestern University, whatever university he was at. Anyway, he became a skilled bridge player, and he would come off. With, he used to tell me I used to play like I was a dumb black guy, and this and that. And then he would take like he would take the certain ethnic group. He would play them against bridge, play them bridge, and he would take like thousands of dollars from these people. I mean, he would just like just kill them. He was the best bridge player. At, at this entire university at one point in time, of course, went to college on a track scholarship. Ross Fields, born Ross Fields in 1942, I believe. Of course, he died earlier this year in Dubai uh, in January, January 22nd, I believe. Of course, Ross Fields became famous for running the Muhammad Ali Professional Sports. He was a boxing promoter. But as it turns out, the money he was using, the seed money he was using, he illegally withdrew from the Wells Fargo Bank. Is that a good way to put it, illegally withdraw? Yeah, that is right. An illegal withdrawal. Very good description, Pedro. 21 million bucks. And he never set foot. And Harold told me, hey, Pedro, I never set foot in Wells Fargo Bank. I said, how'd you get the money? He goes, I think he used to send Ernie Fuentes or, or some of those, those schleps he had down there in L.A. He sent these schleps to the bank and they bring back like a million bucks in cash. Wow. Wow. I must have been off of that friends and family list. No, no, no. You and I came along when he was on welfare, when he was handing out food stamps. We came, we came uh, along in the food stamp era of Harold Smith and Ross Fields. You mean the forum days and stuff like that? Yes, yes. Yeah, so, I, I got paid that Pedro, night. You got paid. Pedro, that's what I was about to say. We did get paid. No matter <laughs> what the denomination was, you and I did get paid. So we can't say a bad word about Mr. Fields. But how about this? My, uh, my analogy of Mr. Harold Smith is, and I say it like this, if Ross Fields ever ventured over to Japan, give him six months and he would be head of Yokozuna. He would be the best uh, uh, sumo wrestler there. Somehow he would find a way. Ross Fields, of course, he wasn't never weighed over 170 pounds in his lifetime, I don't think. You know, he got up there in, the, in his old age, he did. Um, I, I will say, I, you know, he, what, about, what was so interesting about Harold was that he could con anybody. I mean, I'm not, I'm telling you, I, I, one time we, we showed up in, in Macau, we're, you know, we're in Hong Kong, and I was doing Ali security on a trip to, uh, to, to China, and we're going to the mainland, we're going from Hong Kong to the mainland, it's like a 90 mile, 90 mile drive, 90 mile, uh, flight in a helicopter or something like that. Anyway, you can get in a, um, a helicoil and ride like a boat that rides about four or five feet above the water, and you ride that all the way across to Macau. So I wasn't going to let Muhammad Ali get up into a helicopter, not after Mark Edison had died the year before. I remember Mark Edison from Donald Trump days back there in Atlantic City. Of course, they named the Mark Edison Arena after him at the Taj Mahal Hotel. And before that, my former employer, Bill Graham, the rock promoter, went down in a helicopter crash here in Northern California. So I had two these two fresh helicopter crashes on my mind. I wasn't letting Ali get up in a helicopter. So... We had bought $12,000 worth of advance tickets with no refund on the helicopter rides, okay? So Harold says to me, you're not getting, we're not getting our money back, man. Blah, 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 blah. You got to put them on the helicopter. I said, no, I'm not letting them get on the helicopter. I said, everybody else can get on the helicopter. I said, we'll take the boat over. He goes, no, Pedro, come on, but you got to, anyway, bottom line was, I figured this out. I said, I went to the, to the, the owner of the, the, the line. I said to him, if I get you a picture with Muhammad Ali and you take it next to him and he points to your sign that says number one and I get you a picture of that, I said, that's worth like a million bucks, don't you think? He goes, well, I don't know if it's worth a million dollars. I said, but it's worth a lot more than 12 grand. And he said, and he said, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So anyway, I got in the picture with Ali and, he, and we got to 12 grand. We took the boat over there, but I wasn't letting Ali get on a plane. I would get on a, a helicopter, man. This is no way, no how.
I wasn't getting on. I wasn't scared for him. I was scared for me. Pedro, I tell you, you have to, I seriously, you have to write a book about your trials and tribulations in the sport of boxing because you have been so much more than just a great boxing journalist, man. You have been like the Damon running of our sport. You have been the Johnny on the spot. You have found yourself in situations like this with characters like Mr. Ross Fields. Yeah, but you know, I, I can't, I, I told you the real, I think I've told you the reason why I won't do this is that I don't, I don't want to snitch on anybody. I mean, I've, I've got, I've got dirt on everybody, dirt and clean stuff. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to do it. I think it's just, I think it's, um, to snitch would be, to, to be a snitch, to be a rat would be the norm to sell out for money. And I could sell out for some bucks, man, but I just, I, I wouldn't feel good about it. Yeah, that is true. You know, you, you got to go with dignity and, and it's a lost start these days. It is definitely a lost start these days, but, uh, but otherwise than that, man, I always love to hear your great positive stories about, about the situations like that. We, and we've had some together, Pedro. You and I have certainly have. That's right. I remember us, us, um, um, consuming an illegal substance in Lulu, Mississippi. <laughs> it was illegal then. Is weed illegal in Mississippi now? You know, now it is legal. If it was today, I think we would be okay. But if I can quite remember, Pedro, we had to retreat um, to one of our rooms, if I if I may. Yeah. And I think we had to stuff some towels underneath the door and things of that nature in order to conceal the sensimilia smell. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Vince Caruso on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Vince, you take care and come back soon. Thank you, Pedro. Love you so much, my good friend. All the best to you in Ring Talk. The incomparable one, Vince Caruso on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Gifts and packages ship with care. So you can relax knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, save 25% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus, save up to 30% on select shipping supplies. Shop in store or get same day delivery through Instacart. Pack it and ship it for less at Staples. Ends 1221. While supplies last, in store only. See store for details. Instacart not available on shipping services. Fees, taxes, additional terms and or tips may apply. Delivery subject to availability. Javier's auto body is colliding with a shortage of licensed techs. That 2017 is waiting on a clear coat. That 09 needs its left rear sanded, pounded, and painted. And the guy over there is waiting on an estimate. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. You sure looking good. I'm married. <laughs> is she here with you? No, she's not here. She's home with your children, but I'm married. Oh, well, can't win them all. <laughs> win some, you lose some. You know, you look a lot like Killer. You got that big, that big husky thing. Killer used to be a fighter, too. Yeah, they called him Sweet Chariot. Because he was always swinging low. <laughs> You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA, of course, Flip Wilson and Muhammad Ali from 1971. Ali had not yet fought Joe Frazier for the Undisputed World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, the fight, the fight that stopped the world. The world stopped March 8th, 1971. I mean, Madison Square Garden, 15 rounds. And, of course, at the end of 15 rounds, I thought Muhammad Ali won. And then Joe Frazier won. I was, like, blown away by that one. But, of course, Ali got knocked down in the 15th round, and he got hurt in the 12th round. When he got hurt in the 12th round, I mean, he was really, really, really... That was hurt the hurtest I ever saw him in his entire career, as far as, like, being battered about him. I mean, he was just, like, his legs and his B-A-L-L-S were the only things holding him up, I kid you not. In that 12th round against Frazier, he almost lost it all. But Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali, the great fight, 1971. It doesn't seem like it's quite that long ago, but, man... It was, of course, and as I said, they had their second fight, which was, eh, you know, same place, the guard, and of course, the third fight, the thrill in Manila, that really rocked, no doubt about that. Of course, that was a fight in 1975 that basically ended the career of both men. I mean, they were both shot at that point in time when Ali entered that ring. He didn't have a whole lot left, but he had a whole lot left as far as standing. He could stand and fight still. Didn't have much of the far as far as his legs were concerned. Of course, went on and fought a slew of bums after that. He did fight. He fought like, you know, Richard Dunn and George. I don't, a whole bunch of hobos. Anyway, Ali went on the bum of the month club because he couldn't fight anybody at that point in time. Who did he end up losing to? A guy with eight fights by the name of Neon Leon Spinks. Of course, Leon Spinks, the former resident, <clears throat> former neighbor of Emanuel Stewart, the late Emanuel Stewart, the Cronk Jim Goldfather. Of course, I told you that story where Leon Spinks is living across the street in Diana Ross's old house. <clears throat> They're living in Detroit. 
Detroit, Michigan, a rich neighborhood. Diana Ross used to live across the street. Diana Ross and the Supremes from Motown Music fame. And they, Diana lived across the street, and the other Supremes, Florence and Mary, lived on the same street and other uh, different houses on the same block. Anyway, um, a man who heard all this noise coming from the Sphinx house, so he went over there. First, he was going to get his gun, but his wife said, no, 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 you're not taking your gun with you. So he runs over there, and he finds out that Leon Sphinx is, is being having the snot beat out of him on the kitchen floor by his wife and, his, and her girlfriend, the girlfriend is sitting on his chest, and the wife is hitting him with a frying pan in the head. So if you wonder why Leon seems a little punchy, a little punch drunk, it wasn't boxing. No, no, it was his wife kicking his ass with that frying pan. Tiafimo Lopez, the world lightweight champion. What is he now? 16 is it, 12 KOs, of course, coming off that win over Sil Lomachenko. Lomachenko now 14-2. and two. That was a fortnight ago. That sort of set up the lightweight division, per se, because Vasil Lomachenko was considered, the you know, the, the god. I mean, he was the guy at 135. I mean, 32 years old, had won like 400 amateur fights. I think he avenged the one loss he had as an amateur. But he was like, had 400 amateur fights. And of course, two-time Olympic or world champion and steps into the world professional ranks. Goes well, 14 to 1, runs into Teofimo Lopez, who's a four and a half to one underdog. In other words, he's a huge underdog. Shouldn't even be close, right? It wasn't close. Lopez ran away from the fight. First seven rounds on my scorecard, I gave the Teofimo Lopez with the second round sort of being, you know, with a, with a question mark next to it. Anyway, at the end of the night, I had it 9-3. Nine, three in rounds. I wanted to give, you know, Mr. Vissel Lomachenko maybe a welfare round, so I gave him the second round with that question mark next to it, only because I wanted to give him a round. But it should have been nine, three. Eventually, my score was 116, 112. Tiafimo Lopez, a winner, without a doubt. I mean, winning hands away. It made it look easy. If Lomachenko was supposed to be the god of boxing, guess what? God didn't say his prayers that night. Now, Javante Davis, of course, kid who was in action last week. Yeah, he was in action last week uh, in a hit-and-run car accident in Baltimore, Maryland, of course. Allegedly, he was driving a car at about 1.30 in the morning last Thursday or Friday, and he had a hit-and-run with four or five people getting hurt. Not a good thing, but, of course, Al Heyman will buy him some, you know, put up some money and uh, he'll buy his way out of that one. But if he keeps getting in trouble, man, that's not a good thing for him. And, of course, I told you before, inside the ring, and Socrates Palmer said this as well, of course, our resident Ph.D., that appears Saturday on Ring Talk Live or why the Saturday edition 11 a.m. Pacific on these same channels. Anyway, you know, Sox is, Davis is a beast in the ring, outside the ring, you know, not the most, not the greatest kid in the world. Anyway, 24-0, coming off that seventh-round KO of Leo Santa Cruz like last week, man. Was that was that the stuff? One punch, bang, it's all over. Nothing quite like those one-punch knockouts. Dillian White knocking, getting knocked out by Alexander Povetkin. Speaking of Povetkin, they're supposed to do the rematch November 22nd, November 21st. That fight's been put off because Povetkin tested positive for the virus, so they're going to put that thing off until January. We'll see if that takes place. But Alexander Povetkin <clears throat> knocking out Dillian White with that sneaky uppercut, much like much, I mean, much in the same fact that, I mean, when you look at that uppercut that Gervonta Davis threw, holy cow, I mean, it lifted Leo Santa Cruz off the ground like a Tyson uppercut, I kid you not. And, of course, this was him fighting at 130 pounds after fighting for a long time at 135. And you and I know that he's not really the, 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 I could have put, he's not a 135-pound fighter. I think he showed that. You can be big at 130, but he's not big at 135. And you want to be the biggest you can. That's right. Size matters in two things, Remember? Remember? Pornography and combat sports. But Teofimo Lopez, mm, champion at 135, no doubt about that. Now, next on the list, as far as guys I'm concerned with, I like him. I'm talking about Ryan Garcia. People say, oh, man, he's just a, he's a bot. He's an Internet bot. Of course, he's been dogged on this show by different guys uh, from the Mayweather camp and that kind of good stuff. But, man, he's unbeaten. Outside of unbeaten, he's pretty. 
And he's got a good following. He's 20 and 0, got like 16 KOs, knocked that guy out from Nicaragua, Miguel Mirada, with Miguel Mirada, of course, with, with one shot, that one left hook, fainted with the right hand and threw the left hook. That was the most perfect exhibition of setting somebody up for a one punch knockout you will ever see in your life. You need to go back and look at that on YouTube and say, whoa. Ryan Garcia, he faints with the right shoulder. He gets the right shoulder to, just to move. You look at the right shoulder, and he knocks you out with the left hook. I mean, a lead left hook. I kid you not. That was beautiful. It doesn't get much better than that. And I think that Ryan Garcia is a, a star at 135. People think, you know, maybe he's not such a star. No, I think he's a star at 135, and he might be the... He might be the, the asterisk. In other words, the guy that you put an asterisk next to his name because he might be the guy that makes the best of a bunch, mess of the bunch. So I'm looking at the rest of them. Of course, he's going to take on, you know, Luke Campbell. Campbell's a good fighter. He's like 20 and 3, I think Campbell is, or something like that. Of course, lost to Lomachenko, a distance fight. So there's no, no, there's no disgrace in that. He's a southpaw as well. But I don't think anybody right now is going to get by Ryan Garcia. Not at this level. Okay. When Ryan steps up to the Devin Haney type of level, of course, Devin Haney, uh, the aforementioned WBC's so-called lightweight title holder, another internet champion, of course, because we know that Teofimo Lopez took the <coughs> the franchise championship and the WBC championship away from Vasil Lomachenko a fortnight ago. So how can Devin Haney walk into the ring with a WBC title belt? He did it last night. Of course, won a 12-round decision over Yuri Gamboa. Gamboa, a guy that's thought to be shot. I mean, shot like a like like with 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 a, with a 357. Multiple times in the head. He was like dead man walking as a fighter. Been knocked out. He's chinny. There's no doubt about it. And this guy hits him with his best shots. He's talking about knocking. This is what he said. Chaney, uh, uh, Devin Haney going to the fight. I'm going to try to eclipse uh, Terrence Crawford's uh, win of knocking him down four times. You can even knock him down one time. Where is your punching? Where is this magical punching power that you were talking about? As I said earlier, people talk and compare you to Sugar Ray Leonard. No, no. I've seen Sugar Ray Leonard, son. You are no Sugar Ray Leonard. No doubt about that. But the rest of the lightweight division, eh, Leo Selby looked pretty good a couple of weeks ago, but uh, there's not really any names there. He's got that magic four or five outside of that. It ain't happening. Some other divisions of boxing are hot. Of course, the 126-pound division, the featherweight division, it's hot because the guy to Manu Navarrete moving up for 122. Of course, he was a WBO 122-pound title holder. The guy's like 32-1, and one, something like 25-26 knockouts, only 25 years old. Very, very proud Mexican warrior. But, <clears throat> of course, I question his intestinal fortitude by stepping up to 122 without taking care of business at 120, at 120, without, wait, take it back. I question his no, his ability, his, his, his decision to step up the 126 after dominating 122, but not dominating to the point where he took everybody out. He sort of had his WBO belt and sort of left. The bottom line is he used to fight those WBC guys and took care of business. Now, at 126, we've also got Gary Russell. Gary Russell's undefeated. Think about it. He's lost one fight, but if that was to Fasolo Menchenko as well, that was a decision. But Gary Russell's so inactive, you've got his picture on the side of milk cartons. You really do. I mean, when's the last time you saw him fight? When's the last time you saw him? I mean, think about it. When is the last time you saw him fight? You haven't seen him fight in a long time. Pound for pound. Who are the best pound for pound fighters in the world? Of course, everybody says Canelo's the best pound for pound fighter right now. As far as the paychecks are concerned, yeah, he might be the best pound for pound. Of course, mentioned his earlier record a little bit earlier, 53 and 1, <clears throat> a couple of draws, 36 KOs. <clears throat> Number two, pound for pound. Tyson Fury, undefeated. Linear world heavyweight champion, 32 years old, a UK, of course, an Irishman, Irish gypsy, orthodox fighter, 
30-0 and with a draw, a draw that draw with Deontay Wilder. Of course, I thought he won that fight as well, but then again, give Wilder credit because Wilder was able to get a second payday, and if he keeps talking the smack that he's getting right, some teeth's talking the smack that he's doing right now, he'll probably get a third payday, but that third payday will probably be his retirement from boxing. According to BoxRec.com, that's what I'm going to for these ratings, Earl Spence, the welterweight title holder at 147 pounds, 30 years old, of course, flipped out of that car about six or eight months ago. I take that back last December. Um, flipped out of that car at 110 miles, 115 miles an hour, 15, uh, whatever it was. Bottom line is, I think he's damaged goods, and I would love to fight him. If I was around that age, or Scott Cuddy could make the weight, or Socrates Palmer was willing to come back, I mean, I put any Siggy, I put any of these guys in there with any of these guys, Set me. Uh, in with Earl Spence right now because I think Earl Spence is damaged goods. I really do. I think that if you step on his foot and you discombobulate him a couple times and hit him up in the head real hard, I think the flashbacks of the car accident are going to come, come roaring back and that'll be the end of him. I really do. I think that the, that car accident, flipping out of that car, being ejected from a car 115 miles an hour and watching the neurological damage in his eyes and that booking photo. Of course, <clears throat> he was booked for DOI afterwards, book of driving under the influence of alcohol. Um, but when you looked at that, was his right eye? You watched, I'll see all the, the blood damage, all the bleeding in that eye and the left eye as well. So he, he had blood in both eyes, which meant his eyes were bleeding. There was, there was bleeding in his brain. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, he, he like just walked away with no injuries. No, no. Bottom line is Earl Spence is damaged goods. Now, I've got a problem with, um, boxrex.com. They've got Golovkin at number four pound for pound. <clears throat> What are you thinking of? I guess because he only lost to Saul Alvarez in their mind. Anyway, Wilder number five. You got to be kidding me. Terrence Crawford. Crawford, of course, undefeated, thirty-three and zero. What is he now? Thirty-six and zero at Omaha, Nebraska. As I said earlier, not a superstar. I mean, what has he done? What is he? What is he really? What has Terrence Crawford really done? Have you, have you ever? Have, is there any Crawford fights that you're going to watch on YouTube over and over again? Like a Hagler Hearns fight? No. But yet he's got them getting up there at age from Omaha, Nebraska. Got Big Mac training him. That's a good deal, I guess, for him because he got no manager. I think Big Mac is his trainer and his manager. And of course, his manager really is Bob Arum, the promoter. I think Bob Arum handles him on the side. Anyway, not my favorite fighter because of the fact that he really doesn't look to close shows. I think Crawford needs to look at those shows and he doesn't want to close shows because of the fact I think he's undersized as far as a welterweight is concerned. Anthony Joshua. <clears throat> Good Lord. I ain't going to mention him. Manny Pacquiao. Let's talk about the Pac-Man. Of course, what is he, 41 years old now? 62 and 7. Man, think about that. The guy held the WBC 112-pound title for a minute, and then he lost because of weight. Of course, went up to 122 when he came over here to the United States and ended up being uh, a guy at 122. He wasn't supposed to be the guy from Africa. Then he went to 126, and he beat... Marco Antonio Barrera. Then he beat Eric Morales after losing to Morales the first time. So, I mean, Mar- I mean, think about that. The history, the, the legacy of Manny Pacquiao is just unbelievable. He had 41 years old. He's still going strong. And at the same time, he's a senator from the Philippines who's going to be president one day. I told you that a long time ago. I had a long, long time ago. Well, listen, the, Philip- the Philippines, they need Manny Pacquiao as a senator right now. And I think as a president, he'll be like a, a united, a united figure. Hopefully like President Biden will be here in the United States, a united figure, because we have a divided country, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide with Pacquiao, 62 and 7, a couple of draws. My man from General Santos City in the Philippines. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Till you came into my life 
Things that long to lock you inside Every day and every night Girl, and here is Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network Brought to you by Low Cost Airlines Call us anytime, day or night And save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines And 500,000 hotels worldwide And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus We'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez Playing the birthday song that must mean it's somebody special's birthday Virginia Quadra Linares of course her and I go back to like Way, 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 way back. Maybe 14, 15 years old. Of course, I'm in my 60s now, so that's a long, long time. Bottom line is, she is celebrating birthday number 62 today. Of course, a foster child, a kid that can work their way up from the, from, from, from the bottom, baby, and became one of society's great, great, great producers. No doubt about that. As a parent and as a girl going on, she's got it going on. She really does. Happy birthday, Virginia. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 
As I clear my throat, your inside look into the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, let's check out the boxing schedule, the 11th ESPN Plus. Of course, do you have the app? Billo doesn't have the app. You got to get the app. I think it's like ten bucks a month now. It cost me like five when I first bought it, and then they they raised it five bucks. So it's ESPN Plus, say ten bucks a month. November eleventh, Kareem Kurfi taking on Lee McGregor at a bantamweight bout, one hundred eighteen pounds. The fourteenth, ESPN comes back with the aforementioned <clears throat> Terrence Crawford. Of course, undefeated, taking on twice-breaking Kell Brook. Kell Brook, the former welterweight title holder. Of course, he is a bigger, natural, naturally bigger guy. And of course, size matters in two things: combat sports or pornography. And this may, this is, a, this is an instance where size might matter because Terence Crawford is not really a big welterweight. He's really a lightweight, just fitting his way into 147 pounds. The 14th is a female boxing triple later on the zone. Outside of that, uh, the 14th has also got Fox Sports One coming back with. Uh, fight card as well. So we come back to 21st. That's going to be the zone, but that was a canceled card. So we've got boxing hopping and happening, but you got to check out your apps, be it the zone, of course, or ESPN Plus. You have been tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide, your inside look at the world of boxing, MMA. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Thank you so much for tuning in. There's a million things you'll be doing right now. The fact that you're listening to Ring Talk live worldwide, well, worldwide, well, I thank you from the, the bottom of my heart. This has been Ring Talk live worldwide. Till next week. Saturday, Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, or Sirius XM Satellite Radio. And don't forget the podcast at anchor.com. Till next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect. The executive producer, the one, the only, Scott Cuddy. This has been Ring Talk. Man.